Welcome to the Parker Life Podcast. I'm your host, Biffrey Wayne. Did I ever tell you about my nickname? No. Oh, hi. That's Greg, by the way. Hey, I'm Greg. <laughs> uh, yeah, all my friends call me Biffrey Wayne. Wait, no, that's not real. What's happening? With it, it, it is very real. Uh, I can't believe I never told you this before. I feel like I had, but I, well, I always feel weird when I'm like, it's Beth, because <laughs> none of my friends call me Beth. They call me Biffrey Wayne. So <laughs> it's on the inside of a magic band that you gave me once, and I just didn't yes. question it. Because I thought it was like uh, like a, a pet name or like a love like yeah, a no. like a silly name that Doug calls you. So I figured it was no. none of my business. Doug does not call me that. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a nickname I got in high school. I can't really explain the story to you. It's just really weird. Um, but that's what all my friends call me, or they just for short call me Banfrey. Oh my gosh! You know what my friends call me? <laughs> I want to know. Tell I'll me. I'll let you know when I get some friends. So uh, <laughs> welcome to that park life podcast. Welcome. Uh, I've been I've been kind of a busy dude over the past couple of days. <laughs> yeah, um, you well I feel like you're always doing all the Disney things. I'm here to bring you all the non-Disney things. <laughs> Something that happened to me this week, <laughs> finally finally realized that the Marvelous Miss Maisel season 3 was out and yeah. so I have been eye guzzling that for a few days. I'm already like almost second round through. Hold on. I'm writing this down. Eye guzzling. Eye guzzling. It okay. was on a Netflix commercial a long time ago. Um, but yeah, I don't know if, if anybody else is a fan out there. I'm kind of, I'm obsessed with the show. Like, I think it is the greatest show ever. Interesting. I I, because I past... love the costume. I love like the acting, um, se- like the sequences, how they do things. Cause it's very like quick. It's mm-hmm. very quick talking scenes. There's not a lot of like downtime, like quiet downtime when okay. they're, um, when they're talking to each other. I don't know. And the, the sets, like the whole time period, I, I'm just obsessed with it. So okay. if you're on me, I would love to hear from you because let's chat. I don't really know a lot of other people because every time I mention it to someone, they're like, what? What is this called? I'm like, it's on Prime. It's it's the best show ever. <laughs> I uh, I didn't make it past the first season. Like, I, I don't know, maybe five episodes in. I know we've actually talked about this before. You told me I got to get through it because yeah, season two I think was season excellent. two. Okay. Yeah, season two is probably my favorite. I think season three is just as good. So, and because I want to get your perspective because you grew up in New York. So a lot in of these things might be more like I didn't grow up in New York. So I'm I'm assuming that this is pretty much what it was like back then. Um, and what time, so that's what I need you. What time period is this? Uh, late 50s, early 60s. Which is when I grew up. <laughs> so. Not true. I, uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like yes. you would maybe know some things from your family, your parents. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Okay. But. I'll get back to you. I'm a, I'm late. So I'm late to the party on the marvelous Mrs. Maisel or Ms. or Mrs. Who knows? And, Ms. and uh, I'm late to the Star Wars party for the most time. I just yeah. watched for the first time Rogue One yesterday. Oh, okay. Did you uh, like it? I did like it, but I have very low, if not non-existent expectations when I see movies. So I'm likely going to like any movie. Yeah. Um, and I never watched previews for things, so I had no idea what it was even about. And I was, okay. I liked it. I, I specifically like the ending of it, which I'm not going to. Someone had spoiled the ending, and I, you know how anti-spoilers I am. Someone out loud, a certain person who I'm uh, related to by law now, <laughs> said out loud, I can't believe this happened at the end of the movie. How stupid. And I'm like, how? St- why would you say that? You can't lead a oh, sentence with the gosh. spoiler. Anyway, point yeah. is, just a rogue one. Um, I'm a little tired today because we, I stayed out late last night. Hopping around some different resorts with a friend slash listener, Andre, uh, at Thrills of Magic, who I know I've mentioned before because he's the alien yeah. popcorn bucket guy, which is yeah. – I really shouldn't reduce him to his alien bucket. <laughs> but that is maybe perhaps how some of you would recognize him. Uh, but we did some holiday stuff. But 
um we he was getting a drink under the like the special nutcracker tiki like mug thing from trader sam's at the polynesian mm. but while we were there i saw something i'd never seen before he had seen it um on the counter for the outdoor terrace like the bar you'd go to order your drink there was a a rock like you know just from like clearly like mm-hmm. off the beach or something um sitting on the counter and they had written in sharpie on it it just says Dwayne, <laughs> as in it's yes, Dwayne the it. rock and then I'm gonna say, was it The Rock? Dwayne yes. Johnson? And then next to it, and and it looked like it was a great paperweight to hold down receipts and stuff, because like you know, it's, it's, yeah. it gets windy outside. And then uh, next to it was another one that said kidney. Oh my gosh! As in a kidney like, stone. Somebody, somebody's either a dad or a Too wrestling fan, or a dad that's a wrestling fan. Yes. And then there's a third one. <laughs> Apparently, this one was asleep. They were telling me that Emma was not on the bar tonight. This, of course, being Emma Stone. Yes. Um. <laughs> over at Trader Sam's, so someone's got a sense of humor over at Trader Sam's at the Polynesian. Yeah. Again, this We're is at the it. this is the outdoor terrace part. He, Wait, I, so did he get the the mug? He did, yeah. I haven't seen a picture of this yet. We're normally kind of obsessed with that. Yeah, I'm, but I guess it's a perk that we don't live close because we would be the ones that are like, oh, we gotta go to the Polynesian. There's the a new mug coming out. <laughs> yes. So if he hasn't already posted, I'm sure it's gonna be on his uh, okay. account on Instagram. That's at thrills and magic and i even um uh moonlighted if you will whether he liked it or not in his vlog so uh yeah. when that episode comes out I'm, i'll maybe i'll grab some audio from it and point <laughs> point you in the direction of seeing it because i was i i believe i was the only person so far on his blog to use the phrases hawaiian butt or yes or yes this is my nipple he doesn't normally <laughs> talk like that so and I also think, seven doors my train yes and uh, seven doors my train so we'll see how uh, how that works out but earlier in the week this was the more uh, uh i'm gonna say exciting more eventful day that i had i mm-hmm. went to a disney vacation club condo association meeting the just know that it's an annual meeting that's mostly that's a formality very official it is and because uh you know it's it's uh open to members it's mm. technically an annual meeting because technically it is we have dated property so there has to be a yeah. condo association meeting legally and also they use the time to talk about what happened in the past year what's coming up next year mm. and blah 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 blah. Okay. but um i was able to meet Tell me something interesting about it <laughs> yes because the whole thing honestly actually if someone asked me how it went and i said my response to them was how have you ever seen parks and rec now i know you have but yes. any episode where they're showing some type of town hall meeting <laughs> where they're allowing the public to speak and ask questions yes. that is exactly oh, how this is which so, is basically people asking stupid questions and people asking questions that like you already know the answer yes. and people asking questions where like nobody can do anything about that. Correct. Why did you even bring it exactly. up? Exactly. And when if someone said something, it was like, why? The question was something like, why are annual dues so high? And then in the audience you hear, because <laughs> they can't, they can't agree in any way other than Stop clapping. It. So people are clapping. Anyway. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, I, I wound up meeting in person uh Tim, who runs DVCnews.com, for which I've been submitting some yeah. content for. So it's nice to meet him in person. Um, but the this the the real thing that happened at this event was after the actual meeting, they have a reception and like the this by the way, this is at the convention center at the contemporary, which I've never been in. Um it was just kind of cool to I've been to convention mm-hmm. centers, which are generally boring, but it's cool because it's a Disney one. Anyway, um, Next door was a reception where they had just like you may have seen it on my story. Uh, there was like they had out these sugar cookies and blah blah blah. Mickey and Minnie were there dressed up in their Riviera outfits, obviously oh. because Riviera is a DVC resort and it's, we're talk about today. it's go time. Yeah, because as the day yeah. this episode releases, the the resort is officially mm-hmm. open. But anyway, so uh, in addition to meeting Mickey and Minnie and um, some executives, 
the vice president of Disney Vacation Club, Terry Schultz, was there. Mm -hmm. And Mm. not only is she the vice president of Disney Vacation Club, which might not sound like she's high up there, but she's pretty Mm. high up there. Not only is that her title, but, and I did the counting, she is my boss's, 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 boss's boss. So oh she is six rungs up the ladder from me, and that's pretty high. She's actually talking only, about a pyramid scheme. <laughs> she's three away from Bob Iger. So like her boss's wow. boss's boss is Bob Iger. Yeah. So she's she's pretty up there. So and yeah. she happens to be a big name in DVC, and she happens to be like way above me on the chain. I mean, like she's mm-hmm. up there. She's up there. So think about that. Yeah. If you work for a large company, if you had the opportunity to meet. Someone who's six rungs up the ladder from you, would you take it if you were feeling adventurous and outgoing? And by the way, I often am not feeling either of those things (laughs) because I'm super (laughs) awkward. So, um, and this was a member meeting. So she's there to meet members who have concerns they want to address Mm -hmm. on a personal level. I'm like, well, I'm a member. That's why I'm at this meeting. But I'm also a cast member. So this is like two birds, one stone. So uh, I wait in line for to meet Ms. Terry Schultz. And uh, I waited like 25 minutes. So like I could see people waiting on the Mickey and Minnie line, getting on the line and off the line before I've even moved yeah. a step. Because like, you know, these members are voicing their, their concerns or appreciation or yeah. whatever on a one-on-one basis with this. And uh, I am now standing on line. I haven't eaten yet. Like it's a lot of – now you know me. I get like weird when I don't eat. Yeah. Uh, I'm not – I get hangry <laughs> I get slash... weird when I don't eat. <laughs> Well, because it's not hangry. It's not. I'm not the Snickers commercial in the sense that I'm not me yeah. when I'm hungry because I'm angry. Oh, I'm, I, just, I'm straight up hangry. But I'm more dead is- battery but, uh, robot. Like I'm just like, yeah. you can tell. Like I'm powering <laughs> down. So I ate the cookie that they gave out. Thank God. Um, and I'm extremely awkward in one-on-one situations if I don't know you, mm-hmm. at least in my personal opinion. And as I'm standing there starting to get warm, I'm like, oh, my God, did I not put deodorant on today? Oh, so gosh. now I'm like trying to, you know, inconspicuously do a, a pit sniff. I'm like, oh my God. And it turns out I did not. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, no. <laughs> so, oh, oh, no. That's the oh, worst. And stink? now you're sweating even more because you I'm know it. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, there's, look, there's other people around. I was like, I have a, I have a lifesaver breath mint. So like, let me, it's like, I'm now chewing the lifesaver. You're like, is this could be anybody <laughs> so, around me. <laughs> so I'm eating a peppermint and I'm blowing it into my armpits. So oh maybe God. that'll work. And it wasn't, I don't think I actually stunk or anything, but I'm like okay. sweating about it. And the woman behind me is staring at me. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. So <laughs> there's a couple behind me and I turn around just to like look around to see how long the line is. And this woman is, by now. No, no, no one can see me but Beth. So Beth, maybe you'll have to describe my face. The woman behind me with her husband is looking at me and I see her out of the corner of my eye. So I look at her and this is her facial expression looking at me. <laughs> She's giving me this face like, why is like, this? Like, huh? Yeah, like, why are you on this line? And granted, in her defense, yeah. I was the only person my age on the line. I know. I was going to ask that. Were yes. you the youngest person in this uh, line? Not the youngest person in the room because there were children there. But on this line mm-hmm. to meet this person, I was the only one in my 30s. Everyone Harry else was, was probably – she's looking at you like, what's this young guy doing back what there? Could he, one, what could he possibly have to say to her that, that he thinks is a legitimate concern? And yeah. then two, how is he even old enough to be a member? Because for the most part, like a lot of members aren't yeah. my age because they usually are in their 40s, 50s, 60s. Like they have an established career. They have, this is like their second, whatever. Right. Fine. Um, they don't need to know. I bought a resale years ago. Who cares? So, <laughs> um, I, I, so I actually make eye contact with this woman and smile mm-hmm. at her and turn around. And she doesn't know what to do now at this point. <laughs> so uh, I walk up. I finally – it's finally my turn and I'm like I'm now – I'm sweaty and I'm walking up to – because this is like my – this is like a big boss, right? For me, this is someone yeah. I'll probably never meet again because it's how just cor- corporations work. Like I'll probably never see her again. So uh, I walk up there and she takes my – we have name tags on. She's like, hi, Greg. It's mm-hmm. nice to meet you. I'm like, hi, I'm here to thank you, and I have a request for you. 
She's like, oh, okay. So uh, I just thanked her because we had this great experience of being able to stay at the Riviera. It happens to be because I'm a yeah. cast member. I thought I told her, like, I've been a member for this number of years. We've done all these things. Mm-hmm. We've stayed here. We've traveled. Like, and I'm, I'm a truly a satisfied member. I liked mm-hmm. it so much. I moved to Florida. Now I work for you. And I told her, she's like, oh, okay, awesome, awesome. So whatever, this nice conversation. And then um, I have an opportunity as a as a uh, DVC member to ask a question. So I'm kind of okay. curious. I actually would, I'm wondering if you even have any idea what I would ask her. So in other uh-huh. words, like I took this as an opportunity. Okay, if I could change one thing about DVC as a member, let me ask a question about it. And I actually thought of something on the line. Ooh, I have no idea. Here's my question. So I said, uh, very nicely, I said, what do you think are the, I said, is, is, there, is there now or will there ever be plans to make any of the Disney Vacation Club resorts pet friendly? Because they're not, oh. not. Not one single one of them is. She looked at me and her face fell and she says, I'm sorry, but no. She says, the members have spoken and they are not interested at all in having any areas of the resorts pet friendly. I'm like, oh, you're killing me because it's that's the one thing. Old people. <laughs> that's the one thing that I wish I could change. And it's mm-hmm. not just because I'm a local. I mean, it's easier for us to ring with them than we were flying from New York slash Connecticut. So I get that. It's like, man, so there are some resorts on property where you can bring yeah. it out, but it just happens to not be any um, DVC. DVC. And the reason why that's a problem is now I got to pay because the whole point of having the membership is you just use your points. But now if I want to bring Reba, we have to go to a cash reservation. Right. Well, and she saved her butt by saying the members have spoken and i believe her i i there's yeah. no reason why she would lie but i i know that the some of the curmudgeons that have the louder which voices, you're like the cast members have spoken yes. or the actual dvc members no. have spoken and I even asked her if can was, you be more specific terry I, I even asked if it was a money thing because i know like with mm-hmm. the cash reservation at the resorts where they're pet friendly like when we go to wilderness uh fort wilderness in the cabin they charge you an extra 50 dollars a night yeah because they have to do well they say they have to do like an extra clean, which I totally get because yep. some dogs will leave more shedding around. The- right. Reba happens to not really shed and uh, and she doesn't bark or anything. She's she's perfect in that sense. Like she's yeah. quieter than most guests, actually. Anyway, right. so it kind of bugs me. But anyway, um, she said, no, it wasn't even necessarily an upkeep thing. It was just a guest satisfaction issue that they didn't they don't think they're going to have the same quality stay. Yeah with there being a potential. I can see party. that because I think more so than not, there's people that like are on the, the crap end of that. Like yes. where you're like, my dog's not that big of a deal. And I think she'd be fine. There's, you know, for every one of you, there's like 20 13. people that yes. yeah. totally, mm-hmm. they don't care. Their animals are disgusting. Like, you know what I mean? They let their animal, their animals not really, um, potty train yes, and stuff like that. I know. You just gotta deal with ruining something. Let me just sneak her in because at Saratoga, listen, at Saratoga and uh, Old Key West, those buildings are so far. I mean, you can yeah. get oh, a room in Saratoga Springs where you're basically in Disney Springs, right? It's far away. Um, well, now, so how, they, how does that work know? though? How does that work though if, if it's a service animal? You're allowed to bring service animals. They can't they tell have you you can't. To if it's yes. a service animal. Yeah. Um, but generally speaking, service animals are behaving themselves. I'm going to say generally. Oh, so yeah, they're not normally sure. outside or barking. Dogs are going to bark. You know, they just do that sometimes. Yeah. But they seem to be, they should be. But it's not that, it's also not that hard to get like your dog certified as a therapy dog. That's the so. thing. I, well, because technically a service dog is not the same thing as a therapy no, dog. Therapy it's dog. supposed to be performing some type of specific service. It's usually like to help someone who has some type of disability. Yeah. Some yeah. type of therapy dogs are just like, than, I yeah. want my dog to be beside me. Yes. Um, so anyway, I, I was sweating and after the conversation, I was like, oh my God, that was my boss's 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 boss. I'm like, whew, yeah. Whew, whew, whew. Um, she was like, I'm sorry. Have you put deodorant on today, sir? <laughs> she 
She was very nice. She actually was very nice. And I'm not just saying that because ultimately yeah. she could end me right now. I uh, She actually was very nice and was pleasant to, to speak She's with. She's like, that Greg guy had the nerve to ask me about pets. <laughs> And of honestly, of all of the inter, I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna toot my own horn for a minute. I think of all of the interactions she had, I have a feeling mine was the most pleasant because it wasn't. None of it was a complaint, and eighty percent of it was me telling her how happy I am as a member and as a cast. Yeah, I'm sure she appreciated that for sure. I thought she would like a little bit of that because I know I can only imagine whatever (laughs) she gets paid. Just that day, she deserves time and a half. Yeah, because it's rough dealing with the direct public like that. Is just it's rough. For sure. Um, So we have our, uh, what we're looking forward to in 2020 coming up. But first, a little news. News nuggets. Dip them in your sauce and put them in your mouth. You want to start us off. Yeah, so you kind of mentioned this, but um, if you're listening to this, like, first thing in the morning that this episode airs on December 16th, which is Monday, right? Yep. Uh, the Disney Parks live stream on YouTube. You can go and watch it. Uh, they're going to be live streaming the grand opening celebration of the Riviera Resort. Hashtag so the ob- Riv. That's right. Obviously, you've already seen a bunch of this stuff, but um, they're doing a dedication moment. Uh, they're going to have like European Riviera music and they have like entertainment and stuff going. They're going to be doing some toast, opening the new resort, um, which and we already talked about like the DVC Club property. Yep. Um, and then it says, like, you'll also be among the first to see Disney friends in their Riviera Resort attire. Ooh. So, obviously, you have seen some of this already, but yes. to the public, we haven't. Yes, to the general public. So, it's going to be at 9.55 a.m., which I don't know why. Like, why can't they just say 10 o'clock? But uh, I, I guess they're going to start the stream at 9.55. I'm sure things will probably, probably start. It's probably at 10 o'clock, if I had to take Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and then, you know, live streams, you can always go back and watch later. So if you yeah. miss it, just go back and watch it. But if you want to watch it live, it's going to be starting at 9.55 on Monday morning. And that's Eastern Standard Time. Ooh, I have been holding on to a photo that I'm uh, excited to post for the opening of Riviera. Um, Is it of you with Mickey and Minnie in their no, Riviera? No, it's of me. Or- and I, I think I put it in my story that day on my the, at the Disney Greg account. But I'm excited to post it for more eyeballs to see because yeah. it's an outrageous Greg photo. Um, eye guzzling <laughs> yes for your future eye guzzling pleasure feel free to head over to at the disney greg and at that park life podcast and see my <laughs> opening day photo for the Riviera. words we may have to cut out of our blog yes i don't know about podcast. that so right, what you got i got just one thing so this is something that is not happening in 2020 so it's not going to make our list of things we're looking forward to because beaches and cream over at disney's beach club resort is opening uh soon in the next like two weeks yeah. or so it opens on like right before 2020. Yes, it's Thursday, December 26th, so the day after Christmas. Um, Disney Parks blog did post some like sketch or artist rendering kind of thing of what the new uh, interior of the restaurant is going to look like, and it definitely looks expanded in a good way. That that okay. place needed an expansion, so I'm glad that yeah. it got it and is opening in the next two weeks or so. Um, that I thought like, should I be going to this on opening day? Because it's one of those things like, oh, I know, but it's gonna it's be, gonna so be crazy, busy. The probably. only reservation I could find that day was at like ten o'clock at night. I'm like, I, Greg can't eat food that okay. late. Okay, I'm I'm still like, call me stupid, everybody. But beach, I've never been there. Yes. Okay, so do you get food there, or is yeah. it just like it's okay, not just ice cream? I guess I was. But they do have a walk-up window, don't they? They do. So the walk-up window, you can order. You can really order anything off the menu, but they kind of push the probably more easily prepared items for you. Okay. Um, but you can order most things, uh, not so much food, but desserts. However, yeah. So like, so if I just wanted a certain milkshake, I could just go to the go like, up to the window and order it. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, okay. Since and that, they have mobile mobile order. They don't currently. That doesn't mean they okay. won't add it. <laughs> but because of the nature of the items, I don't know. Because a lot of times with Sundays, yeah. you want to get really specific with your order. So I don't. I don't know um, if they're going to introduce it or not. But um, just something to know if you're looking to get a discount. If you sit down, you you are able to use like an annual pass or a DVC discount. Oh. But if you do the walk up window, you don't because it, it switches technically from Considered table service to like service. counter service. But of course, ah, if you sit down, okay. you then have to leave a gratuity. So it's like, well, what's just strictly in terms of money? What yeah. you have to weigh out what's most important to you: money slash time. But anyway, um, I got a reservation for the next day, so we'll see if I actually go. Oh wow! Okay, because I'm cheap. And what's uh, the food? What's the food they're like? Well, it's it's nothing really fancy. So when Nicole and I've gone in the past, we've done like we'll split like the chicken Caesar salad as an example, and then we'll both get a okay. dessert because I don't okay. want to eat a full meal because then I can't eat a lot of the, the dessert. dessert and usually the desserts are gigantic so that's right. that's usually what we'll do we'll split something um i know a bunch of people who rave about the grilled cheese and tomato soup combo mm-hmm. um again i don't know if that's on the i don't know how much they're changing the menu i can't imagine they're going to do a lot of changes to the dessert menu because some of those things okay. were staples i mean there was were yeah. like things people went specifically to get i know i was like i feel like there was something mint chocolate chip that i saw one time and i was like i'm gonna get that yes <laughs> so we'll see we'll see how it goes but i mean there's there is regular uh portion food there it's not like a small plate situation you can get real meals with like french fries or onion rings as sides and things so you can really okay. do some damage there and you can get reservations now like for mu- moving forward from that date and yep. then into the future yes okay Sweet. Okay, the last one that I have is there's a new color collection out. This one's called Bell of the Ball Bronze. Oh. Uh, so if you can picture with me, it's essentially black with like a bronzy gold. Yep. So not gold gold, not rose gold. It's a bronzy gold. So it's more of like a chocolatey gold, if you will. Um, and it is debuting uh, at all the Disney parks and online. Bell of the Ball Bronze. It's uh, basically... Um, inspired i was trying to think of the word it's inspired by beauty and the beast yes so if you think of bell of the ball bronze um stunning collection um yeah i mean they have all kinds of stuff it's the usual like the spirit jersey the ears with the bow there's a lounge fly bag yeah like if you i mean just kind of you can search it but i just was like hey another color collection out because i think the last one was the teal one wasn't it the arendelle aqua i believe was the last yeah arendelle aqua so you'll be seeing i'm sure if you're at the parks or wherever you'll be seeing a ton of this stuff now and i don't collect these things and and that's just not my thing but i have friends who do and we already uh i already have a friend who already has the bell of the ball bronze collection spirit jersey and it's kind of cool i actually have it here that's not for me just i just happen to have it yeah so it's available now um if if that's your thing i do have a couple of spirit jerseys but i'm like i don't need a million of them i just have a couple of the colors that i like yes because they're just super comfortable but anyways you know what what i found out so this is something i thought people were doing but in talking about it with other people it has been confirmed that some people are frauds so some people that you might follow on instagram who are always getting the new pair of ears or the new spirit jersey or the Mm -hmm. new whatever are buying them wearing them taking a picture and returning them just for the gram which is please don't do that i don't want to judge your life right like i get it i guess if that's like your job like you're making a ton of money or i mean if you're making a ton of money you should just buy these things and wear them and then maybe give them out give or give them away but um, yeah, I could see that. That's why I think sometimes the Instagram game can be a little bit of a worst. racket. Yeah, the worst. Oh, yeah. Um, we're approaching my annual time of year where I give up Instagram for a week. 
I did that oh, last year for that? I did it well by annual I mean it happened once last year where I gave it up between Christmas and New Year's Day. Yeah. Um I think I think that might happen again. We'll see. It was the best. I know this sounds silly, right, guys? So like, Instagram is just a thing, no, but really I'm on is. it a lot, especially I mean yeah. pulling back the curtain a little bit, part of the number one way to advertise a podcast and continue to create awareness yeah. is through Instagram because it's free. So like it, but that's it like becomes... anything nowadays. Because I'm the type of person where if I see something, I go and look and see if they have an Instagram page. Yes, because you want to find out they, on your own. Yeah, usually if they don't, I'm like, get Sus. with it. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, and it's like, well, why don't you? What are you hiding? That's usually what I think. Right. So like it becomes part of the business side of this, and mm-hmm. you know, this is mostly fun, but there's some business side to it, and like the instrument that. But I like, use if a I lot. feel like you have an, a legit account and you're giving it a go, it's like okay, like you're not. Yeah. Like it's legit. Like I feel like our account is pretty good and if you were just to say like hey i'm taking a break for this week that's not like people aren't going to be like oh that's so unprofessional yeah we'll see it, you know yeah um i'm not feeling the maybe we should year. all do this together look everybody that listens to this podcast let's do it together and then we'll come back after the new year and we'll talk about how great it was but if i don't take pictures of my food how will people know what i eat <laughs> well you take pic- you can still take pictures you just don't post them that's true later. and also no one actually cares so uh moving <laughs> on to some history um, I'll bring us back to 1994 in Tomorrowland mm. when the, at the time, new extraterrestrial, they put the word terror in there, extraterrestrial. Oh, I didn't, uh, I didn't notice that. The alien encounter had a soft opening. Soft opening, soft which opening. was very, still very scary. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, they should have just kept it as a soft and never opened it because it was a terrible ride. But uh, 1994, that was a long, long time ago, 25 years ago. Doug would disagree with you because he loved the alien encounter. Okay. Well, I just as a kid, I remember being scared. That's it. Well, I, I think was that was kind of the whole point. I think that's why he loved it. Okay. Was because of, well, the movie Alien, um, but also because it was so like, this is not typically what Disney does. So yes. it's like, yeah, but people are going to get scared. <laughs> did you, you did it, right? Yes. And I hated it. I remember doing it and I liked it. Okay. And then I remember when they did the whole stitch thing and I yes. was like, what the crap is this? They went backwards. Yeah, they made it. Yeah, I think it was like, you can go forward. But when you went backwards, I don't know. We were like, I was we were the, I was the kid that my brother made me watch scary movies growing up. So I was into like all the horror stuff. OK, not horror, but horror. Uh, I figured. Yeah. <laughs> um. OK, I am going to 1990. So Ooh. four years before that. And this is when the Honey, I Shrunk the Audience movie set adventure opened in the back lot annex area of. You're hearing it here. Disney MGM Studios. Hashtag not my MGM. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Do you remember doing that? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Loved it. Yeah. That was one of my favorites. I was sad because that's when did that close? I guess I didn't know. Uh, In preparation for like the stuff that's been happening at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. But I did love me some Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Um, I heard something about a possible remake of the movie Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Starring, Starring Josh Gad. Doing seriously a, yeah i heard about this on the radio and i'm just googling it as we ta- as we were speaking here but according to people magazine they're saying that slash film is reporting so i guess ultimately some company called slash film yeah is saying that they that disney pictures cast josh gad 38 at the time of this publication in an upcoming reboot of the popular 1989 movie honey i shrunk the kids but like for what character I'm guessing he'll be... The dad? Oh, with Gad starring as the grown-up son of scientist Wayne Zielinski. So the oh, older son. Oh, okay. So they're like, yeah, okay, I see. Because Rick Moranis pretty I mean, much quit acting. Oh, or yeah, retired. He like, I don't, yeah, he's done. As, yeah, as I don't really know what happened to him, but he was like, donezo. 
He was out, out. He did a lot of stuff in that like short time period. Though. Yes. Um, and I don't know. It would be cool if he made a cameo at the new blockbusters movie. I don't know. I mean, I know it's been confirmed. I think that all, all of the old cast is going to be in it somehow. Yeah. Except for know. obviously, uh, what's his name that's passed away. But yes. Yeah, I don't know if you probably because you don't li- you don't watch trailers, so you haven't seen it. But there's a new trailer out, and it's like you just if you don't get goosebumps, like who are you? Yeah, maybe <laughs> you I'll clearly watch weren't it. born in the '80s. Maybe so I'll watch it. Um, so we're kind of winding down our year here. We have one episode left mm-hmm. for the year. Um, so I, we thought we, this would be a great opportunity to talk about what we're looking forward to most next year. 2020 is going to be a big year. Um, 2020. 2020, um, as hosted by Barbara Walters. Um, you saw that meme right everyone wants barbara walters to do the ball drop yes and why shouldn't she um what i think i'm like legit someone needs to get up on that because everyone will be watching that channel yes and i um i know there's a lot to look forward to in 2021 because it'll be the 50th anniversary of disney world as a whole and magic kingdom and, and whatever but there's still a lot happening in 2020 yeah, there's been a lot of debate um, on the interwebs about should you even go in 2020? Like, should you just wait till 2021? Um, but there's still a lot going on in 2020. Yeah. So, so that's what we're going to talk about today. And then maybe you can decide for yourself whether it's worth it or not. Yeah. I mean, we'll let's go park by park here. The only park that we're missing, actually not even true. There is nothing on our list for Magic Kingdom, Magic Kingdom. and Animal Kingdom, which is not yeah. to say those parks are not worth your time. Um, because I'm no, sure there's I, going to be some small things that pop up here and there. Yeah. And there's like little things. I mean, even this year when they started doing holiday stuff at Animal Kingdom, like that'll be going on next yeah. year, I'm sure. So there's just little things I think that they've kind of updated. But I don't know. There's just a lot going on in these other two parks. So yes. let's chat. Let's start with Hollywood Studios because recently, okay. and we talked about this, I think even last week, that uh, they announced Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway has an opening date of March yeah. 4th. Which is, it's coming around. I mean, that's less than three months away. Mm-hmm. Um, they have told us that Goofy will be acting as the engineer. So he'll be the one, quote, I guess, driving the train that you're on during this attraction. Yeah. And Disney continues to promise uh, or talk about, describe this ride. Uh, the phrase I read this morning was, uh, they'll be offering, quote, dazzling visual effects. And you know I love to yeah. be dazzled. I love to be dazzled. But I don't like to be dazzled, which is weird. And bedazzled. Yes. Um, yeah, I think even just from seeing the pictures of this, it's like going to be like a your your mind just not – it's like you're not even going to believe that what you're looking at is not like 3D or yes. whatever it is because it's paint. Yes. Um, but I'm I'm super excited. I can't wait to, to do this. And we had Amanda on from – Mitchell mm-hmm. and Amanda from – um, happily ever it after Everett. on a few episodes ago for our cast member chat. And we know that she's working on it. I know she's dying to talk about this ride. And every time we were talking about it, she would smile because she can't say anything. So I'm excited about it for it to actually open. She knows all the details. She knows, she knows all. all the secrets. <laughs> um, all right. The next thing is the Mickey's shorts theater, which um, we, I don't remember what date we set on. Is it open now? No, not open yet. Just sometime in 2020. Okay. They didn't give it an, an official date yet. Okay, because for some reason I thought it was going to be early 2020. I know we've they've showed pictures of it. Yes, they showed pictures of it. So the seats look like are uh, definitely inspired by Mickey because they look like little Mickey mouses, yeah, like all the, mice. All the color in there. It looks cool. And I love the shorts. So mm-hmm. I also like um, the Pixar short film festival-y thing they do in Epcot. So I'm hoping mm-hmm. it's similar to that where they incorporate the like theater stuff. You know, where yeah. like the seats will rumble a little bit or they'll blow air at you or water and stuff. I hope they incorporate those things 
Uh, they're yeah. simple, but those are my favorite things in Disney theater experiences. Yeah. Uh, I think it's cool because I really does to me it really does add that fourth dimension, and I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about Toy Story Land. Yes. Because uh, I had forgotten that they're getting this. Because um, we're going to talk about this in Epcot too, but uh, Disney is jumping on the barbecue train. Yes. <laughs> they're like, the we don't have enough train. barbecue, and we are in the South, so we need more barbecue. Okay, so this is Toy Story Land's Roundup Rodeo Barbecue Restaurant. This is um, will be themed to a backyard barbecue with Andy and his toys inviting guests to participate in fun. Oh. Um, and I think they said it's going to be the building that's like behind the Toy Story Land sign that yeah. Woody is at towards yep. the entrance. So I think right now there's just a bunch of brush kind of. Yeah, so um, when you're walking in now and Buzz and Woody are on your right, like there's a, where you're able to take a photo with them, there is a gate there, like this big fence yeah. thing that I'm guessing will be open when that restaurant is open because the It'll building be is, there. There, is back there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, obviously we still don't have, we don't have a specific date. There's a lot of things where we're like a couple of these things we have actual dates on and some of them are very vague because yes. they're not ready yet. They're like, we, once we get closer to time, we'll let you know. Yeah. Um, so that's one of them. Plus the Disney calendar is usually vague to begin with mm-hmm. and with that's an true. asterisk of subject to change. Um, yeah. Epcot is definitely lots of Epcot. on the radar for 2020. Yeah, people. Um, some people have asked me about it, and they're like, "Oh, what about like? Tell us about Epcot. Do you love going to Epcot?" I'm like, "Well, this is not the year. Like, there's going to be a lot of construction going on at Epcot over the next few years. Yes, I would say over the next five years, probably. It's happening. I mean, they announced as part of the Epcot expansion that the uh, Epcot will have the neighborhoods. So we already know World Showcase, then World Celebration, World Nature, and World Discovery. And they'll be opening in phases, and Disney has announced that at least one of those will be opening, or phase one will be in 2020. Obviously, yeah. World Showcase already exists, so either right. World Celebration, World Nature, or World Discovery, one of the three of them, will have some phase opening uh, in yeah. 2020, yeah. which is a big deal because it's a lot of transformation happening at oh, yeah. Epcot. I'm like, uh, if you don't go like this year, it's your, I mean, it's already not the Epcot that you remember kind of type yes. thing. Yeah, um, which I don't I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. But some people are like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, like there's so much going on. Yes. So we have our four neighborhoods, but mm-hmm. one of them specifically, World Showcase has something in particular opening in 2020, and that's the Ratatouille ride. So yes. Ratatouille's adventure or is it, I already forgot the name of it. Um, that's happening in summer of 2020. No, no exact date mm-hmm. yet, but it's coming. Yeah. And they I mean, this has obviously been under construction all of a lot of most of this year. Yes. So it's in the France Pavilion, obviously. Yes. And um, this ride does already exist. So you can already go watch videos of it if you in want spoilers. Park. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And we talked about this on a previous episode, too, where you're basically being shrunken down to like the size of a mouse in this ride. And it's a 3D trackless ride, um, which will be the first trackless ride at Disney, right? No. What's the other trackless one? Well, a great movie ride was trackless. Right now, Rise of Resistance oh, yeah, is trackless. Right. Great, the uh, like, Mickey's Runaway Railway like will be an... trackless. Yeah, but the this, Universe of Energy new... was also trackless. Okay, I guess I thought it was new technology. Like this trackless was a new could be could be different technology. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, I guess those other things are opening before. Gosh, Greg, sorry. <laughs> like how he just unloaded like four. Yeah, I was or like, five sorry, jeez. I this guess when it fir- when they first announced it, there was other things were not announced yet, and so yeah. we were like, "Oh, we're getting this technology through this ride," but because it's taking so long. Yes. Um, in addition to Rider Two, we have some other changes happening in World Showcase. We have three new films that will debut uh, early in 2020, January mm-hmm. of 2020. 
we have the Canada Far and Wide Circle Vision 360, which of course is in the Epcot. Nope, of course it's in Epcot. In the uh, Canada Pavilion at Epcot, we have Awesome Planet in the Land Pavilion, which is replacing the Timon and Pumbaa like recycling video. I forget the name of it, but you, you, if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, this is a 10-minute film showcasing the Earth's beauty and diversity with in-theater effects. Yes, you know I love in-theater effects. I'm going to put in-theater effects. Uh, maybe I'm going to get a tattoo that says in-theater effects. In-theater effects. <laughs> uh, an original musical score from Academy Award-winning composer Stephen Price, as in Stephen Price is right. That's right. Uh, the last of the films debuting in January of 2020 is over in the France Pavilion. So, yeah, we're getting Ratatouille later in the year. But earlier in the year, we're getting the Beauty and the Beast sing-along, which is happening in conjunction with the Impressions de France. So they'll be rotating that same theater, but the movie that will be shown there will be rotating and switching between the Beauty and the Beast sing-along and the Impressions mm-hmm. de France. Um and they're get they're saying they're getting an upgrade in the projection technology to be a nice 4K, you know, super crystal clear quality yeah. picture. What we don't know necessarily is what type of sing along is this going to be. In other words, are they doing like production like they do at the Frozen sing along in Hollywood Studios, where there's stage effects, there's lighting, there's snow and right. fog and stuff. I mean, they don't need snow in Beating the Beast, but I want to know: will there be in theater effects? In theater effects. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just need to um, know. I know. Time will tell. I guess. Time will tell. I mean, I feel like if you're going to, you got to zhuzh it up a little bit if you're going to change it. Zhuzh it. Something else. You got to zhuzh it. Um, okay. So back to the barbecue talk, everybody. Yes. <laughs> In the American Pavilion is the, uh, going to be opening the Regal Eagle Smokehouse. It's craft, drafts, and barbecue. So um, I think this is from the Disney Parks blog or Disney Tourist blog where they're talking about how most people have been calling it the Regal Eagle's distinctly patriotic smokehouse, a salute to all foods but mostly barbecue meats. No. <laughs> so this is going to be another barbecue, another barbecue joint. And I think this is going to be opening maybe in the springtime. Is what I wish they called it that. I want to, <laughs> I want to repeat that for people who maybe weren't fully paying attention. A salute yeah. to all foods, but mostly barbecued meats is great. Whoever came up with that is great. Yeah. That's great. I, I need was, more of I'm that. I'm pretty sure that was Disney Tours blog. But yes. Regal Eagles distinctly patriotic smokehouse. <laughs> oh my gosh. All foods, but mostly barbecued meats. Um, and it says, like, the quote says, a Sam Eagle craft draft and barbecue joint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, uh, see, I'm looking for, and I, I don't really eat a whole lot of barbecue, but. I mean, we don't eat a lot of it, but I know what's good and what's not. Now, what'll be interesting is how many different varieties they're going to have, because depending on where you grew up in the United States, or I should say the Southeast even. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, sauces are different, like how they're smoked and, um like how it's made is can be different so yes. i think that will also be interesting yes i agree with you um because mm. i've been to restaurants before where they have like six different barbecue sauces that either tangy or sweet or have a little bit of kick or they're just straight up yeah. barbecue tasting mesquite i'm a must i'm a mustard based girl myself but um I, I hope they do it right too because hell man if they don't do it right like the barbecue people of the world are gonna riot so they go like, riot like they're gonna tell you about it is what i'm saying if it's bad you're gonna hear from you're gonna hear from people they're just gonna walk right in go right up to the general manager and say Ow. and they're gonna <laughs> voice their opinion sorry um, <laughs> forgot so about that let's keep talking about food okay. so we have yeah. the space 220 restaurant which has mm. been pushed back a little bit because they said it was originally late fall early winter of this year and and i by the way, those things never bother me. Take your time. I'd rather it open yeah. and, and it be fully oh, yeah. open than half open. We're going to do it right. Yeah, do it. 
Um, of course, we're being taken 220 miles above Earth's surface. So we're going from Epcot. We're rocketing off into space to eat our food. This restaurant is being run by the Patina Group. So this is not a Disney-owned and operated restaurant. Uh, they're telling us that we'll be docked next to the Centauri Space Station, suspended just above the orbit of the Mission Space Attraction. Um, and it's cool because if you've seen the the photos and stuff, I know we've talked about this before, but it's still a really cool concept to me. And one thing I love about Disney more than other places is the level of immersion that they usually commit themselves to, including yes. but not limited to this restaurant where you're going to go into that area where you're overlooking um, Earth. You're going to rocket up into space. I don't think it's going to be something that affects your motion sickness if you are prone to that. I don't think that's mm. the point of it. I don't think you're actually moving. It's just a theater. So close your eyes if you don't want to get yeah. Um, affected by it but it's cool i'm looking forward to it yeah and this i wanted to read this quote because it says upon arrival you will be guided to your seats past the grow zone a spinning wall of produce that mimics earth's gravity and represents some of the fresh ingredients used by the restaurant's culinary team my gosh like what i mean it's safe to say it's going to be dark in there so like the lighting outside quote unquote outside lighting will be dark because you're going to be in space yes um but i i think i'm just excited to like see what it looks like in there yeah. Okay, so the next thing on our list is Disney's DuckTales World Showcase Adventure, which invites guests to join Scrooge McDuck, Donald, Launchpad, Webby, and the nephews in search of priceless treasure. Uh, this is basically the next reiteration, or I guess iteration, whatever, um, of the interactive scavenger hunt that they had around the World Showcase. And this one previously featured Kim Possible. I think now it's Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, with the Perry the Platypus situation. Yeah, and it, you can use the Disney uh, Play Disney Parks mobile app to further like evolve the concept of it. Okay. Um, but it just says is it, it invites invites guests to join the DuckTales crew while discovering exotic destinations, exciting mysteries, and maybe even a few thieves, villains, and supernatural guardians of ancient artifacts. Oh my gosh. Um, so I guess because there's like the pirate scavenger hunt, right, in Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So this is the, oh, I'm sorry, am I boring you? I'm just very yawny uh, today. Again, stayed out late. <laughs> um, so this is going to be the Epcot version of the scavenger hunt for your kids or whoever else wants to join in. Oh, for your grown adults, because Greg's going to be doing right. this one, I think. Um, well, some I, of the things are cool. I've watched the, some people do the scavenger hunt at uh, Magic Kingdom. I'm like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. Can we go over there and do that? <laughs> yes. Um, I haven't done any of the Epcot ones, so maybe this will be the one where I finally try it. Um, nothing against Kim Possible or Phineas and Ferb. I just never really watched, but I obviously know DuckTales and uh, Scrooge, right. Donald Launch. I call him Launch. <laughs> Launchpad. And uh, I'm excited about this one. The last thing we have for Epcot is might be the thing I'm looking forward to the most, which is the new Nighttime Spectacular. So we know Epcot Forever is there now. It is only temporary. It's not there permanently. Uh, we're looking forward to 2020's debut of Harmonious. Um, and in the advertisement for this and on the different Disney Park blog entries and stuff, Disney is saying this will include, quote, massive floating set pieces and also moving fountains, lasers, obviously pyrotechnics. It's a nighttime spectacular. There's going to be fireworks, um, an all new soundtrack, a new, uh, score for the show. Uh, it looks like it's going to be cool. Now, if you ever get to do the Epcot experience, in um, the old Odyssey building in Epcot, you can kind of see what, I, what I'm thinking are hints or mm. uh, just ideas of what harmonies might look like. And if right. that is the case, it looks like it's going to be a cool show with moving fountains and stuff. You can kind of see some of the, I think they do have some of the set pieces that are going to be there. And they yeah. have like these arms that come out and they shoot water off them and they also light up and they probably, if I t- had to take a guess, might also shoot fireworks out of them. 
Yeah. So it looks cool. The whole thing looks like it's going to be a production, and it looks You're awesome. Doing it all. Well, hopefully, because people are. I mean, nowadays you're only up in the game, so yeah, big to do. Um, okay, so that was it for Epcot. Should yep. we hop on over to Disney Springs? Go to the Springs. Yeah, the only thing that I have here is the new Cirque du Soleil show that they're doing called Drawn to Life. Yeah, um, it's a collaboration. Which I feel like the guys on the stage made it very clear. This is a collaboration. <laughs> the D23 thing, I was like, okay, we get it. Um, it's Cirque du Soleil, Walt Disney Animation Studios, and Walt Disney Imagineering. So the, all three of those groups came together to make the show. Um, it's taking, it's replacing, obviously, the old show that was in the big theater there. La Nuba. Right? What was it called? La Nuba. I think it's how you yeah, pronounce La Nuba. it. Um, it opens for previews March 20th, 2020. And then the, which is, this is actually really funny to me because, um, sorry. So the preview is March 20th and then it officially debuts on April 17th. These are me and my brother's birthdays. Oh, weird. So my, my brother's birthday is March 20th and mine's April 17th. So I'll remember that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the show, like, so here's the storyline. Um, and these are from all of our stuff today is from Disney tourist blog or Disney parks blog, but the new show follows the story of Julie, a courageous and determined girl who discovers an unexpected gift left by her late father, an unfinished animation piece. Guided by a surprising pencil, she embarks on an inspiring quest sprinkled with her um sorry, she embarks on an inspiring quest sprinkled with her Disney childhood memories. Through this journey, she learns to imagine new possibilities um, and animate the story of her future. And that's from the Disney Parks blog. When, um, but just to the, kind of give you an idea of what it's going to be about. When's the last time you were guided by a surprising pencil? <laughs> is my question to everybody. A very long time. It's been quite some time since I've been inspired by a number two. Um, that's a different <laughs> sentence altogether if you're not talking <laughs> in context of pencils. I've been inspired by number two. But. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, I really yeah. think I think there's a lot of stuff coming our way in 2020 that I'm excited about. I mean, obviously, we just, we just went through our list, but I'm looking forward to it. And, and happy to say goodbye to 2019. Um, next Me week, too. we're going to talk a little bit about some stuff that's happened in 2019. And we'll be having a reunion of sorts, mm -hmm. talking with some of the guests that we've had throughout the year. So if there were any particular guests that you liked, make sure you keep your ears peeled. Can you keep your ears peeled? For yeah, next you week, you can. I guess you can keep whatever you want peeled uh, for next week to see if they are returning with us. Um, I also have to say a uh, a quick note about our stream so we don't talk typically talk about numbers or anything but i do want to point out that our we have a new number one most streamed episode for our podcast and it happens to be the episode on the riviera um, happens to so be the one where you talked most i talked to talk i talked a lot so sorry guys but um the reason i bring it up is to thank you all those of you who, who joined us to listen to that episode because it was like leaps and bounds above the other ones and as a thank you we'll be giving away a riviera pin so I've been talking about it, but it's official. It is the Bienvenue pin that has Mickey and Minnie overlooking the Riviera Resort, Skyliner in the background, fireworks going on, and a nice, like, gold-plated frame. And, of course, it says Disney's Riviera Resort on it. So keep your eyes peeled to our Instagram. That is where we do our giveaways. We did have our calendar giveaway done, and that is on the way to the winner. Yeah. And um, who, incidentally, are, they're in the process of moving, so they're going to use the calendar that they won as part of their decoration in their new house, which is kind of cool. Aww. And uh, so, yeah, look out, look out on Instagram at that Park Life Podcast for our Riviera pin giveaway. Yeah, I'm excited about it. And uh, I am looking forward to speaking with some of the guests that we've had previous because I have some, we have some catching up to do. 
Um, Some updates. Yeah, if you liked what you heard today, of course, feel free to uh, like and subscribe. Head over to iTunes, leave us a review over there. It is super helpful um, for us to become more visible in the pretty saturated podcast community. <laughs> so we, we will always appreciate it if you head over to iTunes and leave a review over there. I know I mentioned a bajillion times, but you can follow me at the Disney Greg on Instagram and our park account or our podcast account is that Park Life Podcast. And you can find me over at Lost Princess Printing. Oh God, that's so loud. Oh wow, wow. Oh my gosh, I had it. We were, we're coming in hot, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Coming in hot. Uh, so again, we'll talk to you next week. We'll catch up a little bit and then it'll be a brand new year for us. 2020. 2020. All right. Bye, everybody. Were you waiting on me to say bye? Yeah, and I'll say bye now so we get it. (laughs) Say bye now. Oh, thank gosh.